0: Good morning and welcome to our Daily Word and Prayer with, on this Tuesday morning, July 20th. My name is Tom Short, so glad to have you along with us today as we get into the Word of God every day and we trust God to change us and transform us by the power of His Word. We've been looking at worldviews. The other day I posted a, uh, one, one of my live streams here was called, um, was talking about should Christians even try and change the world? And interestingly, later that very day, Rabbi Daniel Lappin, who is a uh, Jewish rabbi and speaks uh, I enjoy, I've enjoyed some of his writings. He's not a believer in Christ, but I've enjoyed some of what he says in in wisdom related to finances. And uh, he posted a video titled, Stop Trying to Change the World. Now, obviously, I don't think he had seen mine. I think this is one of his themes. And I'd like to talk about that just a little bit this morning. What was he getting at, and what should we get at? I think what, he, what he's getting at when he says, stop trying to change the world, is he really is embracing a more biblical worldview, world and that is, let's start by changing ourselves. In our world today, we're filled with, we have so many people who want to change the world and they want to start by changing you, or changing the system, or changing everything other than themselves. They look everywhere except for in the mirror. We have social justice warriors who, who uh, you know, they want to change the world, but they can't get along with their own family. They can't get along with their own parents. They can't. They, they're not. They haven't lived life yet. They haven't. Many of them haven't had a marriage. Haven't raised children. Haven't had life experiences. Years ago, I had the opportunity to stay in the home of one of the leading psychologists in America. And he was renowned in his field. Now, he was not a believer, and but I stayed in his home for a couple of days. And dare I say, it was one of the most stressful, unhappy um, places I've ever stayed. The tension in that home, the anger in that home, the hatred in that home, you could feel it, and here is a person who's trying to help other people get their lives together, help other people do what's you know have live better lives. And in his own home, it was a total mess. Of course, we have politicians trying to tell us how to live, trying to legislate, trying to give us solutions when in their own lives they're a mess. And it doesn't surprise us because this worldview that says the problem is the system. The problem is not ourselves. You know, part of that goes back to the, the modern-day expression. It goes back to Karl Marx. And many don't realize this, but Karl Marx, though he had a Ph.D. from the university, he really worked a day in his life. He would sit in his room, he'd sit in his library, and drink alcohol and think, and mostly became embittered at people thinking they ruined his life. Indeed, two of his own children starved to death in their, in their youth. Two of his older children committed suicide once they became adults. That's kind of a a failed life. If you don't hold a job, your own kids, while you're not working, while you're sitting, sitting thinking about the world's problems, and your own kids are starving to death, that's kind of a failed life. And yet we would see him as the wise man who can tell us how life should work today. And yet, of course, as we know, wherever we've seen Marxism go, be it Cuba, where they're revolting now, be it Venezuela, the destroyed country, be it uh, the, the, the former Soviet Union, Eastern Bloc countries. Many people don't realize this, and we've lost track even of recent history, the dismal record of Marxism, because again, it's it's based on a bitterness and an envy that, that thinks my problem is your fault, and that doesn't work. So my comment today, and I would agree with and my comment today If you want to change the world, where do you start? And the answer is we start with ourselves. We start by looking in the mirror. We start by saying, what do I need to do? This is the Christian perspective. Number one, we realize my problems begin with me. My problems begin with me. I don't blame shift. This relates to everything, by the way. This relates not not only if you're concerned about our country, yes, but if this relates to all of life. If you have problems, realize they begin with you and me. They're because we're sinners. Because we've we've gotten out of the way, out of the will of God. And yes, other people may hurt us, other people may do bad things to us, other people may, may cause us problems. But depending on how we respond to them in the power of god in the holy spirit we've got to realize that that before god we really are invincible our attitude makes all the difference in how we respond we realize that god can work all things and will work all things together for our good if we love him and are called according to his purpose and so no matter what comes our way no matter what how people treat us we realize that god is still on the throne and therefore, how I respond to this, how I, my reaction to this is what counts. More than what someone else is doing, my reaction. I know a lot of people are concerned with our country right now. Rightly so. I'm deeply concerned with things I see happening in our nation right now. And it's like, wow, the, the things are changing dramatically and in a very scary way. But understand that how we respond as an individual, as people of God, is vitally, vitally important. And so when we have problems, we don't blame shift, okay? We take responsibility. If you have economic problems, you take responsibility. You don't blame the economy. You don't blame the government. You need to take responsibility and say, I need to do something about this. Do you have relational problems? I need to do something about this. Sure, maybe others contribute to it, but what the question is not, how do they have to change? Because if that's what happens, you're only a victim, the the question to address is how must i change to overcome to be triumphant adam and eve remember when when sin entered into the world the lord went to the you know to eve did you do this and rather than say yes she said well or he went to adam first did you do this and rather than say yes i did he said well the woman made me do it and indeed the woman did you do this And the woman said, well, you know, the serpent made me do it. And there's classic blame shifting. My my sin was someone else's fault. No, 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 no. We take responsibility. We start with ourselves. Remember Saul, he lost the kingdom because he was supposed to go and, and, and wipe out the Amalekites, and he didn't. And when he was confronted with that, what did he do? He said, the king said, the people made me do it. The people did this. And God said, the prophet said, no, you're responsible. My friend, one of the most important things we can do in a Christian worldview is take responsibility for our own lives, take responsibility for our own actions, not blame others. If I'm having a bad day, it's not someone else's fault. We've got to take responsibility ourselves. This is the start. And this is a Christian worldview. It's called repentance. Rather than blame others, I say, God, how, how must I repent? What must I do? How do you want me to act in this situation? What must my faith bring forth at this point? I, you cannot change other people. You can only allow God to change you. And that leads to our second point. If you want to change the world, you start with yourself. You don't blame shift others. You start with yourself. Of course, I've been mentioning this. You start with yourself. God, work in me. God, I offer myself to you. God, help me to have the right attitude in this. Help me to respond properly to the way I'm being treated. Help me to respond properly in this relationship. Help me forgive where I must forgive. Help me to love where I must love. Jesus taught this so often. Don't return evil for evil, but give a blessing instead. Don't be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good love you, even your enemies, pray for those who persecute you. You see, we we if we want to change the world, God has given us things that we're to do, that we're to do. It's not a matter of we always saying, well, you've got to be the one to change. Let me say, if you're having tr- struggles in your marriage, so often we think, well, he needs to change or she needs to change. And we need to start by saying, no, I need to change. If you're having trouble with your kids instead of saying, well, they need to change, we maybe start by saying, what are the things that I need to do? If you're having difficulties in your, with any relationship, if you're having difficulties at work and struggles at work, instead of blaming the boss or blaming other workers, it always got, we've got to learn to say, where does it start with me? It's not easy. I fail at this so often. It's so easy to blame others for our failure. I think it's natural. But but understand that if we do, we never make progress. We never change because you can't change others, but you can allow God to change you. But then thirdly, after I do allow God to change me, after I, shall we say, take the log out of my own eye first, then I have credibility to make a difference in the lives of other people. And I approach other people with empathy and compassion. I don't approach them with a judgmental angry spirit. But I approach others with uh, an attitude of, of, I understand, I was there, God helped me. Let me tell you, can I share with you how God helped me through this? We want to be like Ezra in Ezra 7.10. This is the biblical model. Ezra set his mind to study the Word of God, to practice it, and to teach it. Some people want to change the world without Well, number one, they neglect the Word of God, and number two, they don't worry about fixing themselves first. They only worry about, my problems are your fault, so I'm going to try and fix you. My problems are the government's fault, so I'm going to try and fix the government. My problems are society's fault, so I'm going to try and change society. Mm -mm. No, as Christians, we say, my problems are my fault. And I start by going to God in humble repentance, going to the Word of God, saying, I want to learn it. I want to understand it. I want to practice it. I want to obey it. And then I have credibility and I have wisdom to teach it to others. This is where we get our credibility. This is where we get our credibility. In Christianity, our, our power comes from what we do. Of Jesus, it says he was an unlearned, and uneducated man, and yet God was with him. Of the apostles, it said they were unlearned and uneducated, but they had been with Jesus. There was something about who they were. They, their credibility came from who they were, not the education they'd received, not the training they'd received, but the life that they were living. This is our power. This is our power. This is where. This is how we change the world. It springs from God has changed me, and now I'm letting that, what he's done in me, flow to the world. I first start. I want to change the world. I start with me. You want to change the world? Start with you. Amen. Amen. Father in heaven, we do pray today that as we see needs in our world, that we first start with, Lord, how do you want to change me? We don't neglect what's going on in our world, Lord, but we we don't want to be the, the fool who thinks that I can offer solutions to others when I don't have solutions for myself. We don't want to think we're the expert that's so smart that we know how to fix other people's lives when we don't even know how to fix our own. I pray, Father, for the people in the church of God. I pray for us on this very live stream. Oh, Father, we've been praying regularly that we would not be overcome by evil, but we'd overcome evil with good. We come here daily, Lord, in the hopes and and praying that your word will transform us bit by bit and make us different people, and I believe it's happening. And Father, I pray by your grace, by your mercy, I claim the promise that it is God who is at work in us, both to will and to work for his good pleasure. We ask, Father, I pray for the people right here that you would be transforming us in in very genuine, specific, dynamic ways, and that as you work your grace in our lives and transform us that we would have a mighty influence upon those around us in our closest spheres, our family, our neighborhoods, our workplace our school we'd have a, a impact on the people right around us but father that as we as we are filled with the spirit and changed into your glory I pray oh God for each of us on this live stream each of us who come here day by day, expand our influence, expand our territory, expand our reach, expand our opportunity to love others and to offer others the answers, the solutions found in Jesus Christ. We pray, Father, for, for us in our very lives and our spheres of influence. You would use us to bring other people into the saving knowledge of Christ, that we'd use us to bring others to be reconciled to you, and then to help them grow and mature and to and themselves Lord that there just be a revival through the land a genuine revival of real salvation and real life change by the power of your holy spirit father make us world changers but let us start with letting you thoroughly clean house with us thoroughly transform us thoroughly fill us with your spirit we commit ourselves to you we devote ourselves we offer ourselves as a living and holy sacrifice. And we believe Lord that you transform us. You'll use us to shine brightly. We Lord make us we don't want to just be a, this little light of mine. I'll let it shine. I pray make us a great big spotlight. Lord make us a great big LED whatever we are, a bright magnificent light of the light of Christ and the life of Christ shining through us. We pray for this in Jesus' name, we bless you now. Amen. Amen. And amen. Hey, thanks for joining me today. I trust you're blessed as you come here every day. I love you guys, and I thank you for coming day after day. Make this a commitment. Set it into your schedule, whether you come each morning at 8.30 or whether you do it at your lunchtime or later in the evening, whenever it is. Don't just kind of, if you feel like it, but set every day at 8.30 or maybe 3.30 in the afternoon or whenever it be. I'll be there, and I'm going to watch this 15, 20 minutes live stream, and let's let God's Word really impact our lives. If you're new here, make sure you hit the subscribe, notify button, like the video, leave a comment below, tell me who you are, and share this with your friends. Please, let's do that, okay? All right, folks, God bless you. You have a great day. Walk in the power of God, and we'll see you here tomorrow morning as well. Bye-bye.